Okay, good morning. We're going to start from the Mishnah on Yedzayin Amabez, and we're going to go to the Mishnah on Yedches Amir Aleph. So, um, if you recall, yesterday we mentioned the different uh, points about Erechim, the concept of having a scholarship, male, female, ages, and when that's all calculated. So our Mishnahs, the Mishnah is now are going to go back to discuss each one of these. First one, says our Mishnah, Haya Ani, if someone is poor, Vehesher, and then he turned wealthy. Or, Usher, he was wealthy, Veheni, then he became poor, says the Mishnah, the Lacha is, Naisein Erech Usher. In both those cases, he gives the value of a wealthy man. Rabbi Yudai, Rabbi Yudai says, even if he was an Ani, he was poor, Vehesher, then he became wealthy, Vechazer Vahani, and he became poor again. Meaning, at the time he made the value, he was poor, at the time he paid the value, he was poor. Somewhere along the middle, he made money for a couple, a little bit. Says Rabbi Yehuda, Allah is nice and Erech Asher. He pays the value of a wealthy person. Says the Mishnah, Abel the Karbanais, With regard to Karbanais, <coughs> we don't calculate it that way. We look at what the person's financial status is at the time he's bringing the Karban. And the conclusion of the Mishnah is, with regard to Erechim, even if his father died, and he left him over thousands of dollars, or he left them a ship at sea that generates income, and it generates lots of money. Hagdish has no rights to this money, and you calculate the fellow as what he is now, and the Gemara will discuss this later. Says the Gemara, we said in our Mishnah, if he was an Ani, and then he became an Usher, he pays the value of an Usher. You know why? Asher Tasig, that he can afford. Yad Hanoider, the hand of the vow maker. And now he can afford it. So he got to pay, like a usher. What about if he was an usher, and then he became ani? He pays full value as well. Pasuk says, Al pi, on the mouth of Asher Tasik, that he could afford. And at the time that he made the vow, he was able to afford it. What's a view? The view says, Afilu ani, vehashir, v'chazav ani, he was poor, wealthy, and became poor again. Nason Erech Asher pays the value of a rich man. My time, the view, what's the reason for a view? Amar Kras says the Pasuk, and if he is poor, may er kecha from the valuation. Explains Rabbi Yehuda, his poor state has to be from the beginning of his vow until he pays his vow. And since somewhere along the way he was wealthy, he's not entitled to a scholarship and he has to pay that of a wealthy person. As the Gemara, if Rabbi Yehuda understands the word to tell you it has to be that status. From the beginning till the end, <coughs> the Pasuk says by Mitzayra, on the carbon of Mitzayra, Vimdalhu, if he is poor, Hachanami, indeed it is so, Achihebidalusa, he has to be poor, Mitzayra, from the beginning of the status, <coughs> from his vow until his end, until he brings his carbon. Vichitem, if you can tell me, Hachanami, yeah, indeed it is so. But tonight we learned in a Mishnah, Mitzayra, Shehifrish, Mitzayra, who set aside carbonis of his carbonis, if he was an Ani. The Hesher, or Asher Vani, says the Brisa, the Mishnah, I'm sorry, Hakol Hailach Achar Chatas, you look at his financial status at the time he brings his Chatas, Debre Bishimah. What's Rizu Bishimah? If you do Emir Abu, this is a Kol Hailach Achar Asher, you look at the value, his status at the time he brings his Asher. The Tanya Blessed Ben Yaakov Emir, Kol Hailach Achar Tzipayim, everything goes after the financial status of when he brings the Tzipayim. And Itmar Allah, we learnt. These three machlekes of what is the, the deciding factor of his financial status. 
and all three of these mikra achadash they learned out from one pasuk. The pasuk says asher tasik he can't afford yada his hand b'tayrasa if he has purification. Shimon says davar mechaper. Look at the uh, the the item that atones. My new what atones? It's the chatas. So look at his financial status. The chatas that determines what his status should be for the other kabbarnas. Yehuda says davar machshir thing that purifies my new asham. Thing that gives him his tara, his purification. Remind you, what is that sipayim? Whatever the case is, we see clearly by Mitzayra that it says the word. Um, <coughs> um, it says the word by Mitzayra. Uh, and we don't need him to be at that status from beginning to end. We see that it's machlekes at what the, the factor is. But the bottom line is it doesn't have to be from the beginning to the end. So it's a question of Yehuda. So therefore says the Gemara, I lost the place. Um who the word the im dal who lamali. What's Rabbi Yehuda gonna do with the word who? Answers the Gemara, the Rebbe Kidisle, according to Rebbe, the way we explained yesterday on top of the Ahmed, the Rabbana Kidisl, according to Rabbana. According to Rabbana, we explained the word who is necessary in a situation when the Mitsaira is a Usher and the Madir is an Ani. Just make sure I'm right. Yeah. Mitsaira is an Usher and the Madir is an Ani, that you're not entitled to a scholarship. And Rebbe uses it in a situation when the Mitsaira is an Ani and the Madir is an Usher, that you're not entitled to a scholarship. That's what he uses the word who. It has nothing to do with telling you that it has to be that financial status from the beginning till the end. This was question number one we had in Rebbe Huda. Question number two, similar type of question. If Rabbi Yehuda understands typically the word who means that that status has to be from the beginning till the end, that's why it says with regard to Erechin, he has to be poor from the beginning till the end. Who aid? The Pasuk says, and he's a witness. The Allah is if someone knows testimony and doesn't testify, if he's a Kashra aid and he doesn't testify, he's he's and Avair and he has to bring a carbon. So who aid? He was an aid, actually, hey, Kashra until he's a uh, 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 <coughs> a kasher witness mitchilaser from the time he saw the testimony about Saif until the end. Vichitem before Natal Meochanam. Yeah, that's indeed Allah. Yeah, but Tanya we learned differently. In a brace, Hayadele beidus. If someone knows testimony, actually Nasech Hasana before he becomes a son-in-law, and then Nasech Hasana he becomes a son-in-law. When he's a son-in-law, he's possible beidus. Or Bikeach he was healthy, he knew testimony. When his charish he became deaf, he can't testify. Or Pasuach, he was healthy, and he became blind, he can't testify. Shefi, he was healthy, and he became dumb. There is a puzzle. All these situations, he's puzzled for testimony, and therefore he will be exempt from Buhuwe. He knew testimony before he became a son in law, and then he became a son in law. And then the daughter died before he testified, or he was subpoenaed for testimony. Or Pikeach he was healthy when his charish became deaf. Pachavnes Pikeach he became healthy again. Pasuach he was healthy when his mass became um, blind. Vachachnes as deaf then he became healthy again. Shef he was healthy when his tata became dumb. Pachavnes tapet and then he became healthy again. Kasher he's a kasher test he's a kasher witness and he would be chayiv a carbon if he denies his testimony. Zeh is the general rule called shetchilas of his sefer bekasher is kasher. So we see here clearly, it says the word vuhu, and according to Behuda, it should require to be the kasher status of an aid from the, when you saw the testimony until you subpoenaed for testimony. And all the same, we see that a person would be obligated to say testimony, which is a question of Behuda.
Shani Hasam answers the Gemara by Edis, it's different. Amar Kreta Pasuk says, Ayura Imla Yagid. Ayura, either if he saw, Imla Yagid, if he didn't testify. So we see that the Torah puts an emphasis on the Re'iyah, the Haggadah, Talarach, Nosa. The essential is seeing the testimony and then testifying about what you saw. It's irrelevant what happened in the meantime. So therefore, even though it says the word Vuhu, we don't use the word Hu, we look at these two words, Ra'imla Yagid. So what do I need the word who according to Rabbi Yehuda? What's the word who tell, doing for us over here? If someone saw a group of people standing, and his test, his witnesses are amongst them, meaning people who know testimony for him are standing in that group. And he says to the entire group as follows, Hi guys, make you swear for me, <coughs> if you know testimony from Misha, you should come forward with Taduni and testify. So he didn't subpoena a particular person. He just said to a group, if you know, come testify for me. <coughs> I might think that if they know testimony and they didn't testify, they should be Chayavah Karban, like a typical person who denied testifying. Tamalema says the passing of the Torah, who ate? And he's a witness. He didn't assign particular Edim. He just made a general blanket statement. So he didn't, wasn't Machai of anybody. So they're exempt. Says the Gemara, I might think, even if the person walks up to this group and he says, any of you who know, meaning he's more particular. He didn't just say a blanket statement, if you know, but rather he says, if any of you know that you should come forward and testify for me, uh, maybe they're still exempt. And he's a witness. And in this scenario, he singled out the Edev, meaning he's talking to the Edev. He doesn't call them the names. He doesn't know who they are. But he says, whoever of you no testimony should come testify, those people then who denied testifying are going to be Chayyab Karma. Continues the Gemara. saying it came by carbon. It's not that weight. And like the Mishnah, then the Mishnah concluded by saying that a person whose father left him over thousands of coins or left him over a ship at the sea, we don't look at that and we evaluate what he has right here, right now. Says the Gemara. Aviv mates of his father died, and Ruby left him thousands of coins. Asher, who is a wealthy fellow, so why is he exempt? Why is he entitled to a scholarship? Amir Bavo. Ema rather say He assigned for him thousands of coins, but he didn't give them to him yet. Meaning he assigned the state to him. Says the Pshita, obviously he doesn't have the money, so why would he be why would he not be entitled to a scholarship? His father was on his deathbed, so I might think, Maladatim, I would have thought to say Rav Gaisim die. So when you're doing an evaluation, you can consider this as assets. Kamash Malan, that it's not money until it's in his hands. In his hand. Svinasviyam, if he has a ship at Siu Valevice and generates income, also Usher, who is a wealthy guy. So why isn't he entitled to why is he entitled to a scholarship? He has a lot of money. It was leased or rented to others. He does not have access to this ship. Says more, okay, Vaikashiris is the rental income. And says the more schiris for going according to the man the armor that holds rental income is only paid at the end of the contract, and we're in the middle of the contract, so therefore he does not have that income yet. Okay, wonderful. So he doesn't have a rental income, but he has a major asset of a ship. 
<coughs> says the Gemara, how many rebelezer he will go according to rebelezer. Dama rebelezer, rebelezer says him how ikor. If a person who's being evaluated was a farmer, neisan late simzei, we exclude his axe from his evaluation because his axe is necessary for his livelihood. Similarly, if he was a chamar, he was a wagon driver, neisan lechamar, we exclude his 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 chamar, his donkey, from his liquid. This is not called liquid. He needs this this tool to generate his livelihood. So to over here, this person who's a, who has a sailor, who has a boat, and the boat's rented out, since that part is gen- boat is generating his income, we exclude it from his liquid, and therefore he's considered a poor person until he actually has cash in hand. Hope you can chaza this yourselves, and look forward to seeing you later. Bye-bye.